This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, welcome to the Age Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is Carmen Furrow. This is Lynn Furrow, the founder of Summit Life Ministries. Our mission at Summit Life Ministries is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective and empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. So here we are, believers, trusting in God, looking to Him, developing a heart that hears, and finding this quiet place, developing a quiet, yeah, a quiet contented walk with soul. The Lord. So let's we're jumping into Psalm 131 again, right? Yes. Well, I'm going to reread it um, once again, just again to where we become familiar with the passage. And I always like to repeat things because even though sometimes people can go, oh boy, here we go again. It's a way of getting things deeper. We're soaking in a truth. Uh, we want to know God's word, not reading it one time. We want to know uh, the word. We want to have memorized it, meditated on it, mm-hmm. pondered it, and knowing that the word of God has an inexhaustible level of understanding and truth. And so mm-hmm. I can study this for a lifetime. That's right. And never fully reach the bottom of the well of the wealth of the truth that's found in this passage. So um, in heaven, uh, we're going to be learning a lot. And some of the scriptures that we think that we know, the Lord's going to give us insight uh, because with an unveiled face, he's going to be able to give us full open disclosure on the truth and having the ability to to absorb and to comprehend it. Um, But uh, no shortcuts. And one of the things of walking out our life in faith-filled obedience is that we understand that obedience is not a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not, you know, people use the phrase, uh, a get-rich-quick scheme, because there's a lot of schemes that people promise a reward, mm-hmm. but by shortcuts. No, it's by faith and patience that mm-hmm. we inherit the promises, but it's also faith-filled not intention, but faith-filled obedience. It's the follow-through. It's the carrying out fully what God has, has asked of us and invited us into. And so we truly want to be disciples, and we want to be disciple-makers. We, we don't want to just say, we're going to give you some teaching content today, and, and, and a little dab will do you. No, we want to be a people and a ministry that says, the word of God is what defines reality. Right. What God has spoken, what God has revealed, defines reality. It is truth. And I want to align my heart with truth because I know that when I uh, walk in intimacy and in union with the Lord, Jesus is the way that brings me into truth, what's really true, what is reality. But then it opens up into a gateway of life. Mm-hmm. And salvation is more than a decision. It's more than a beginning point. You know, like 30 years ago, I got saved and I've lived like the devil ever since. But, you know, <laughs> I've got my ticket punched and I'm going to heaven. No, salvation is a life. It's yes. a life to be lived. The life of Christ, which is 
what you have a shared experience with Mm -hmm. is a life that is to be lived. And your life is to be yielded to the all-surpassing greatness of his life. And he wants to re-express his Mm -hmm. life through you. And so salvation is life and it is a way of living and it is the way of love because that is the the foundation by which God has uh, established the foundation for all relationship and all life. The birthplace, the fountainhead, the wellspring of all that comes from his love because he could be God all by himself, but is chosen to say no. I'm going to allow my life and my love to be shared in community with others. And we're the recipients, a part of that community that is a recipient of the overflow of his life that came out of a heart of love and affection for us, his people. So we don't want to just say, okay, that's a nice little teaching. We want to wrap it up. I want you to have a heart that can hear And in 2021, I want you to say, God, I've heard God speak more to me than any time in my spiritual life. And I was able to quiet my soul. I was able to reach a place of spiritual contentment. I wasn't clamoring. I wasn't noisy in my soul. I I was able to get my soul under control. I was allowed the discipline of the word to come into my soul realm. And I was able to then... Um, allow my soul to be disciplined by the Lord and the word of God. And I yielded myself in a greater degree and I disciplined myself to be a discipline here. And I heard God speak to me and uh, I I cut off some of the competing voices. I, I tenderized my heart, resensitized my heart to hear and I was able to hear. So I'm going to read this passage of scripture. David said, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. In the last episode we just talked about, he makes the statement, I'm not an arrogant man. And it's because he's gone through a humbling process. And this is David's admission of his current spiritual state where he goes, you know, I, I've, I've, I've embraced humility as a way of life. Mm-hmm. I've embraced a life of of humbling myself, which means my perspectives, my thoughts, my ambitions, my pursuits have a secondary importance to me. I want to know God's heart. I want to know God's will. I want the Lord to be magnified in my life. And I want to, I want to keep who he is and, and all that he is in a right perspective in relationship to how I, my heart relates to him. And so he said, Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me, but I have calmed and quieted my soul. And then he uses the metaphor or the illustration, like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Uh, As we continue this teaching on this passage, and I know that I may in some episode, um, specifically when we just talked about discerning our times, I've made reference to a man that I highly respected, and his name was John Paul Jackson, and Mm -hmm. John Paul uh, Jackson is with Jesus. 
He went to be with the Lord a number of years ago, but he was a prophetic teacher and he was a prophet that really had a proven track record. Um, but also he was an equipper. He was able to unpack um, things that I'm even teaching uh, or attempting to teach. He really, he had a passion of not just saying, I hear God and this is what he's saying to me. He wanted people to hear the voice of the Lord for themselves. That's awesome. But one of the things that, uh, you know, earmarked his life and ministry is he had an experience with the Lord and God showed him the future over a period of time. And it was a very specific period of time and, and the details have gotten a little foggy, but I think it was like the Lord showed him in advance 21 years uh, of what our country and kind of the world went through. Well, he... He shared it with the body of Christ, but he put the title on it, The Coming Perfect Storm. And one of the things that John Paul Jackson said that there is going to be a convergence and alignment of a number of winds and storms, um, storm cycles and storm spiritual weather patterns that are all going to occur at the same time. And he he said, he said, it's going to be an economic storm. He mm. said, there's going to be religious and spiritual upheaval. He said, there is going to be political upheaval. Does this sound familiar? Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, and he said that each one of these storms, these spiritual weather patterns in and of themselves would be a big storm, be a big storm front that, that would have winds of adversity that would come against our nation. But he said, for the first time in our history, all these patterns are going to align and they're going to happen in a short period of time, you know, in the framework of a couple decades. But he, he did say that, that they would run concurrently. Mm -hmm. So it's not like one storm ends and then we brace ourselves right. for the next one. We're going to have economic, religious and spiritual upheaval, political upheaval, environmental upheaval. You know, and he talked mm -hmm. about our weather patterns and there would be fires and earthquakes. And he said all of these things would be used by God to try to resensitize the heart of this nation who seems to be desensitized from God and his word and his will and his ways mm -hmm. to try to recapture our attention because God wants us to understand he, he still has a purpose for this nation and he wants to redeem that purpose. He doesn't want the devil to have his way. God is, God is fighting for our nation. He's fighting for the original intent of this nation. And we want to cooperate with him, uh, cooperate with him, and we want to be on the Lord's side. We want to be fighting alongside the Lord as he fights for the heart and soul of, of, of our nation. But he said this would be a real testing time. Well, we're going to live through this coming storm, and I believe it's okay. already begun. But we're going to live live through this thing uh, called the perfect storm. And you can see these things. They're, they're all intensifying, and they're all converging. Uh, and so we as the people of God, we have one of the greatest opportunities to demonstrate to the world that we have a peace upon us and within us 
that the world did not give us. That's right. It did not originate from the earth. Right. It was a peace that comes from the stability and tranquility of God's kingdom and him knowing that his purpose is going to come to pass, that the pleasure of his will mm -hmm. cannot be undone, and that it is going to happen. Whatever his intent and eternal purpose uh, is and was and how it's reflected in our lives and in our nation, it shall come to pass. One of, one of the greatest little phrases I've been meditating <laughs> and spiritually getting into more and more. So I love that phrase, and it shall come to pass. Not one word. Jesus said not one word uh, would not come to pass. Not one word would be uh, annulled and voided. But God, whatever God has spoken, whatever God has decreed, whatever God has determined, it shall come to pass. And so from that emanates from him a stability yes. and a peace that comes to his people. And so when I last episode, I said we can just be these islands of peace in the midst of all of this, you know, spiritual hurricane activity, the spiritual climate of chaos and noise and clamor that the enemy is trying to create. We need to have quiet souls where we're not reacting to anything the devil is doing. We're not reflecting the environment that we're in. And, and you know, uh, an illustration that's been used over and over again is that the church is to not be a thermometer, but a thermostat. And if we feel like a climate does not reflect the climate of the kingdom, we adjust the temperature. The uh, but we're with so many people in the world right now is they just register the environment and the climate they're in. And so whatever is out there externally, they reflect internally. And so we just see many people confused, many people that are just uh, demented, tortured, fearful, fearful souls that every day uh, navigate uh, nagging, tormenting fears that uh, consume their thoughts uh, that make them feel certain ways every day and obviously break their will to where they have no hope. They have no ability to be decisive, to be good decision makers because they, they just feel like they're victimized. And so God wants his people. This becomes an opportunity for us to arise and shine and reflect today a glory, the glory of God's peace, the glory of God's truth, and, and to be a people that realize that we were born for these times and we were born to shine in these times. Mm -hmm. Now, David gives us the privilege of doing kind of like a show and tell. <laughs> I remember when I went to school, one of the things that I looked for in <laughs> elementary school every week. Friday. <laughs> was this thing that they called show and tell. And they would have someone bring something to the class and maybe it was three or four students. Not everybody could do, but you got your turn and your time. But also it was just the opportunity to be able to show the class something unique and special um, that you had. David gives us that privilege today of saying, 
have gone through this process of God where God has done a deep work of humility in me. And I want to show you what the interior of my heart looks like. After God does surgery on you and after God disciplines you and shapes you and fashions you through his processes where he even administers discipline because he's a good, good father. This is what, this is the result mm -hmm. of God taking you to finishing school. This is what, it, what, it, what it's like when God, uh, you know, puts you in the royalty project and he is training you to reign and he wants you to be reflective of the royal household. He said, this is the show and tell of my soul, the show and tell of my heart. Now we've got to stop there and we're going to pick it up in the next episode. And we're going to look at the interior of David's heart, the heart that has been worked on by God and refined and purified and shaped by God. And we're going to see what David wants to show us. Love you guys. Bless you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you for joining us for the Age Changer Show. If you have any questions, you can check us out at summitlifeministries.com. You can also see a um, a listing of the videos in order there if, if you are having trouble finding them. Um, if you could please like this and share this video, then the people who you're connected to can also be encouraged and built up in their faith as they listen to the Word of God being preached. Um, please also um, like us and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. That helps get the word out as well. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them below. And God bless you. We'll see you next time. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.